Well, we have, uh, this is certainly a time of year when, I don't know if we've had a winter where we've had this many people getting sick multiple times all through the winter. A lot of people sick this winter. Uh, and then in, in addition to that, we have other um, ailments, other sicknesses, uh, whether people are medically uh, laid up from injuries or things like cancer, just a lot of sickness, um, serious things. And as believers, one of the things that uh, we are faced with when we look at sickness and, and medical challenges is, is prayer. The place of prayer when there are those who are sick. Should we pray for healing for medical problems? Should we pray for healing for sicknesses? And the answer is yes, we should. Um, and and the, the word instructs us that we should be praying both for spiritual matters as well as physical matters. Spiritual matters might be uh, praying for someone to be convicted of sin, praying for someone to be sustained and strengthened when, when things are very dark and heavy and there's just this oppression around them. Physical matters could be things like sickness, that there would be healing. Wisdom, if someone's trying to decide which job to take. Uh, or my car's broken and I, I'm not sure, should I, should I get it fixed? I, I, I'm having trouble and overwhelmed. So we should pray for spiritual matters and physical matters, not solely one, not solely the other. Uh, it, it is easy to be the kind uh, of mindset where we're only praying for physical matters, only praying about the, the uh, political situation, only praying about uh, someone's uh, sick dog, or only praying about spiritual matters, only praying that someone will get saved and neglecting the other things like the, the family that might be struggling uh, and uh, employment that's having troubles. Uh, and, and we want to pray for both of those. And it's important to also remember that when you think about the, the physical part of the situation as well as the spiritual uh, part of the situation, sometimes they're very linked. Sometimes they're very linked. There's a link between the physical and the spiritual. For instance, somebody has a, um, a problem with um, drinking, uh, and so there's um, the addiction, there's the, the idol that's represented by uh, the bottle. But in one of their drinking um, binges, they fell into a rage and they hauled off and punched somebody. And now that person is uh, getting stitches and there's a lawsuit. And so you've got a physical aspect to this too. Pray for both of those. Pray for both aspects of that. But it's not always the case that there's a link between the physical and the spiritual facets, uh, features of a, a situation. But here's what we want to, to, to think about when we come to something that needs prayer, whether it's something that's especially a, a physical matter or a spiritual matter. The Bible tells us that the prayer of a righteous man can heal us both sp spiritually and physically. The prayer of a righteous person can heal us both spiritually and physically. Let me give you some examples. One example comes from uh, the text that we'll be looking at this Sunday. In Genesis 20, you have the situation of Abimelech. And with Abimelech, he had uh, come to sin, but it was unintentional. But that unintentional sin brought physical, medical consequences on him and his whole household. Um, but he was healed by the prayer of Abraham, healed of his sickness. Genesis 20, verse 7, the, um, 
the Lord says to Abimelech, this, this king, now therefore restore the man's wife, restore Abraham's wife to him, for he is a prophet and he will pray for you. Abraham will pray for you and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. And then in verse 17, so Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abimelech, his wife and his female servants. Then they bore children. So you see there the prayer of Abraham both affected the spiritual aspect of Abimelech. It was, it was how he was fully reconciled uh, and made right with God for his sin, but it also brought physical healing to him, his wife, and his, his whole household. You see the example of Job's friends being forgiven by the prayer of God's righteous servant, Job. Job 42, you, if you're familiar with that account, um, Job's friends had sinned by speaking, speaking wrongly about God and, and for blaming righteous Job. And so God, at the end of that whole account, says, you've spoken wrong, Job has spoken right, you need Job to pray for you so that you can be restored. And this is a spiritual prayer. It's not said that they developed leprosy or that they got some kind of sickness. It's just so that they would be completely reconciled to God. Then it says, uh, the Lord says, my wrath is aroused against you and you, your two friends, for you have not spoken right, spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. Now, therefore, take for yourselves seven bulls and seven rams. Go to my servant Job and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering, and my servant Job shall pray for you, for I will accept him. And so there we see the, the need for a righteous man to pray for someone that their sins may be fully dealt with. You've got an example of Jeroboam. You'll remember uh, the, this king of Israel, the northern tribe. He sinned. And he reached out his hand in his sin, and God made his hand to shrivel, to some kind of paralysis. He was unable to use his hand. And he was healed by the prayer of a man of God. First Kings 13. Then the king, Jeroboam, answered and said to the man of God, Please entreat the favor of the Lord your God and pray for me, that my hand may be restored to me. So the man of God entreated the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him. And became as before. In this situation, it looks like that prayer almost exclusively just deals with the physical, just the medical. There doesn't seem to be any spiritual um, change that happens. Now, finally, just this last example, think of the man born blind. The man who was born unable to see. There was no sin behind this blindness. So it's not like there was a spiritual link that caused um, the blindness uh, he was healed by the word of Jesus. And Jesus makes it clear that not every physical disaster or sickness is caused by sin. Uh, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. This is John 9. And his disciples asked Jesus, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Now, we've got with Jesus this example of prayers for the physical. Jesus tells us, pray and ask that God would give you your daily bread. He's talking about the physical needs. But Jesus also shows us the example of praying for things that are our spiritual needs. Jesus prayed, forgive them, 
for they know not what they're doing. Entirely a spiritual matter. And so Jesus prayed for both the physical needs and the spiritual needs. And so the teaching for us is that in our prayers, and even as we're about to do it tonight, and as we go through the week and pray for other needs, other people, address both the spiritual and the physical in prayer. One example that boils this all together is this, James 5.16. Confess your sins to one another. That's the spiritual aspect. And pray for one another that you may be healed. That's the physical aspect for sickness. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And um, I was trying to think of this example, and it just I'll probably remember it at 2 a.m., but I recently had a situation where um, there was a group of people where there was just a very, very deep, painful problem. I can't remember what it was, otherwise I would give you more details. Um, and they prayed about it, and God brought a big change. I think it was a healing of something that just was just not possible, uh, and, and God had done it. And I was just so struck, not so much by the, the healing, which was already very striking, but I was struck by just the thought that you people who prayed, you must be righteous people. And so we want to do that. Now, of course, as we do this, we want to notice that there is one who is the ultimate righteous person who prayed for our, our healing and his prayers accomplished healing and forgiveness. Ultimately, Jesus is the righteous man whose prayers restored health and removed sin. Jesus in the gospel lost his health so that we could be healed. First Peter 2, 24 he himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. The spiritual healing, he bore our sins on the tree. The physical healing of all that ails us, we are united to him by his, in his death and in his resurrection, so that Either now in this life he will heal us, or in the resurrection we will know and we will receive the ultimate and the permanent healing. It's his will. We will live without disease and sickness. And so pray. Pray for mercy and forgiveness from God. Pray for healing of the body as well.